Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. It is Friday, June 5th in your feed. We are recording this actually on Thursday morning, and we've just gotten the weekly jobless claims information. Here's what we know. 1.877 million Americans filed for new unemployment insurance. That was last week. And we also know that 10.7 million uh, gig workers or self-employed folks, they are applying through the uh, Pandemic Unemployment Assistance Program. So just think of it this way. There's about 53 million Americans who filed some sort of claim for unemployment insurance staggering over the last 11 weeks. Okay. So what else do we know? Well, let's look at the positive aspect of this for a second. Yes, the numbers over the last 11 weeks are horrifying. However, we have just seen the ninth straight weekly decline since claims peaked at the end of March. That's the good news. Here's the bad news. 21 and a half million Americans actually are receiving unemployment benefits And that's up slightly from the prior week. So we need to start seeing those continuing claims drop before we say that we've hit the bottom. That's what we really need. Of course, we'll have the recap of the monthly jobs numbers that will be out at 8.30 Eastern time today. We'll report on that when we release our podcast for Saturday. Okay, with that out of the way, let's get to your questions. Remember, a financial question of any sort, it could be investing, it could be taxes. We're going to have to focus on taxes, gang. I'm telling you, it's coming up again. So if you haven't filed your taxes, pay attention. We're getting into that time zone where you got to do something. And we also want to hear from you about any stories around how you may be approaching your job differently. Do you have a new job? Is something going on? Very interested in what's going on in the labor market right now. I'd love to hear from you. Send us an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Megan writes, I love the podcast and I could use your advice on saving for retirement. Starting August 1st, I'll have paid off my remaining debt. Woohoo! Yeah, baby. And I will also have 12 months of living expenses in a high, she put high in quotation marks, yield savings account. Okay, meeting this goal means I've freed up $1,200 a month. Wow. Here's my dilemma. I really want to be able to start traveling and saving for a house down payment, but I also want to make sure my retirement savings is on track. Um, When I use the AARP retirement calculator, it says I'm on track. But when I use the Fidelity or Betterment calculators, they say I'm way off. This is very confusing. Okay. I make 72 grand a year. I contribute 6% to my 401k with Fidelity. My employer usually matches 6%, but due to the economy, not contributing the match through the end of this year. I'm also contributing to a Roth IRA. I'm going to max it out for 2020. Balances. Fidelity 401k, 22.7. Roth IRA, 1800 Traditional IRA, 3100 Well, I can, I can look at this right now and tell you you're not on track because what you should be doing is you need to max out your 401k. And that means you could put up to $19,500 this year. And you should be doing that before, before you do any sort of house down payment. So now that you've got $1,200 a month, I presume once you max out your retirement account, we're going to soak up some of that $1,200 a month. But then what I want to know is what's left over. From what's left over, you can start your down payment fund and you can also have a travel fund. But you've got to be putting money and maxing out as much as you can right now. Okay? 
Good luck, Megan. Thanks for writing. Okay, next up. Derek says, I enjoy listening to the podcast. We're in our mid-50s. We have uh, mid-double-digit salaries. Double-digit 401k IRA, a single home with a mortgage, uh, no hedge funds, no backdoor Roths, no five or six-figure emergency funds, no million-dollar stock accounts. I find I can only make it about 25% through the shows before depression sets in, listening to the unbelievable finances of others. Can you do a show or a podcast where you set aside an hour for investing for working class stiffs that don't have the aforementioned and are reminded of just how unfortunate a large percentage of us are? Okay, so listen, there we have had a lot of these messages, maybe not lately, because maybe if someone is like really freaking out about what to do next. But there you just had a, a young lady who wrote in who makes 70 grand and she's, you know, trying to put money away. And I know that it can feel overwhelming when you hear other people's stories, but we've got plenty of people who've written in and been up Blanks Creek and we've helped them out. So I think that the very best thing that you can do right now, truly, is to stay on target with your game plan. We can all look up. We can always compare ourselves up. I don't care about that. I wouldn't even care about you know, looking down and saying, well, thank God I have a job. So, you know, I could be out of work. I think they just need to get onto what you need to do. So if you give me some more of your basics, I would love to have you on the air and I will do a whole financial plan for you. How about that? Let's get you on the air and I'll walk you through your own financial questions and then we'll get you where you need to go. That's my offer to you. Okay. Thanks a lot. And now he's going to be bummed out because MC is writing in about a bunch of money in retirement accounts. So question about target date funds. I'm 67. I'll retire this summer. I'm in decent health. I don't have any debt. My husband and I have $1.2 million in retirement accounts, 275 grand taxable accounts and savings. I don't plan on signing up for social security benefits for at least another year. Of my retirement funds, I've got 85 grand in the Fidelity 2020 fund, 185 in the Fidelity 2030. I have no idea what to do with these funds. I initially went with the 2030, which is 10 years beyond my actual targeted retirement date, hoping to get better returns. I know you're not a huge fan of target date funds. Neither of these funds have great Morningstar ratings, but I was just in a set it and forget it mood. My other retirement accounts are in balance and index funds. Should I move them to another fund? Tap that one first. What do I do? MC, here's what you're going to do. If these funds are in retirement accounts, you can do whatever you want with them. So why not just get rid of them and invest them in just a very simple mix of a U.S. stock index, a U.S. bond index, an international fund, and call it a day. Add it to whatever your allocation is right now, okay? So that to me would be uh, pretty easy to do, okay? We don't need, you don't even need it. Like, I don't, I'm not, it's not that I'm, I dislike target date funds. I just feel like people don't understand that they have often have a lot more risk than they imagine. Carrie writes, love your show. My question is, should we be shifting our stock bond ratio to more bonds? There are now 55 stocks, 45 bonds. My husband and I are 61. We've got uh, $1.1 million in a 401k, no mortgage on a house, or which is, I guess, worth 500 grand. Defined pension. Ooh, baby, going to start paying $6,500 a month. Should we be reducing our risk in our 401ks? I think we have room here to hold steady, but the climate feels unpredictable, even looking out some years. We are both working at well-paying jobs, plan to retire in 2023, and uh, we need your help. Okay. 
Uh, I don't think you need to shift anything unless you feel particularly uncomfortable. I mean, my guess is that, you know, with that pension and the amount of money you have, I think you're in just fine shape. Uh, If you want to go 50-50 just because you don't like the ups and downs, that's okay. But I'm not even sure you need to do that. It's pretty much, you know, steady course. And that may be as much as you possibly can um, hope for is being steady. If you do feel a little bit unnerved um, and you do want to reduce the risk, just know that obviously the stock market's going to move around a lot, but you have to stick with whatever you decide to do. Okay. Pinky swear with yourself. Um, Okay. Radia, who says, I've been listening to your show for a while. My husband used to work for a company that IPO'd in 2019. He received a bunch of stock from the company, was taxed at 30%. We owe $22,000 to the IRS, but because of the virus, he lost his job. The company stock tanked. Oh my God. Is there a way that we could defer this tax? Mm. You know, I don't think you can. This is one of those horrible situations where I wish I had talked to you then, because what often people will do is that when a company will IPO, they'll say, oh, you know what I want to do is I'm going to keep my stock and that way I'll have it in the future and I can play the capital gains rate to be a long-term versus a short-term, but there's no going back on this and that stinks for you. You're probably going to have to go to the IRS, I mean, depending on how much money you have and what your other sources are. And you may want to um, talk about getting some sort of payment plan together. Uh, I don't know about what else is going on in your life, but I'm so sorry. There's just not a great answer for you. Well, that is ending on a uh, downer, Mark. Okay. Now, that said, we are ending. It is June 5th. I guess that was that's where it is. It's Friday, which means we've got uh, the first weekend in June ahead of us. And uh, I wish you all good and relaxing weekends. Please do try to keep up your defenses. I really know that it is tough in this environment. The longer this lasts, the harder it is. But just remember, all you need to think about is, I would like to treat my health like my financial life. Okay? I'm going to just be uh, super careful in like defensive driving, defensive health measures, defensive investments. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Maintain that social distance and do something nice for somebody today. Please do that. It will make you feel better. Thank you very much for listening. You can always go onto our website, jillonmoney.com. Don't forget, you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter there. And you can always send us a note from the website. So we have a contact button. Go to jillonmoney.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.